Hello, I'm Bush, and welcome to another episode of the Desert Tiger Podcast here with me, your host on the DTP. My name is Colton G., and this week on Desert Tiger, we're going to be going through the motions with Noah. What does that mean? Don't worry. We're going to be telling you very soon. But before we do that, there's a few things we need to take care of. And first of those is I want to shout out I love DTP.com because not only is it the best place where you can support Desert Tiger, it's also where you're going to go ahead and get yourself decked out in the latest and greatest Desert Tiger podcast gear, merch, swag, whatever you want to call it. You get it at ILoveDTP.com and we love you for doing so. Today's episode is also brought to you by Audible. Audible is offering the Ambush one free audiobook with a 30-day trial subscription of Audible. And all you have to do is head on over to audibletrial.com slash desert tiger to begin browsing the largest selection of audio programs that there is. Alright you guys, let's go! Noah is one of pop slash R&B's best kept secrets. The Toronto-born artist has spent the last two years creating an incredibly addictive, like, like, trust me on this, incredibly addictive catalog of songs that the world is just starting to get a taste of. Her music blends vibrant, catchy melodies with resonant emotional themes. From relationships to female empowerment and self-realization. All the while, Noah's artistic voice maintains a fun, light-hearted, velvety tone that helps lift her fans above the noise and negativity of everyday life. Today, Noah is releasing her third single entitled Motions. We're going to be playing it for you very, very soon. And we're also going to be discussing that single with her here today. We're also going to take a dive into her other two singles, Caught Up and Hypocritical. We're going to be talking to her about her time on the launch season two and what she learned from that. And Noah is also a graduate of the esteemed Berkeley College of Music. So there's a ton to dive into here today with my guest Noah. And why don't you say we kick the whole thing off by playing for you Noah's new single that came out today, February 21st. 2020 so why don't we get you in some motion Mind's 
Desert Tiger Podcast. I think it sounds good. Can you hear me? I can hear you. Okay, yay, we did it. Woohoo! <laughs> all right, <laughs> celebration all awesome. around. Yay! Yay! And for those of you who are just joining us, we are here with Noah. We've been having a little bit of microphone issues on my end, but they are fixed now, and we're about to get rocking and rolling, and we're about to tell you all about Noah and her amazingly catchy singles that you're going to have stuck in your head for hours and hours and hours. How are you today, Noah? Thanks for joining us today on the Desert Tiger Podcast. I'm great. Thank you so much for having me and for such a wonderful introduction. I'm super excited to be here talking to you today. (laughs) (laughs) We are super excited to have you here on the show. I'm sure the ambush, that's our audience, is excited to hear all all about everything i mean we just played your latest single for them motions that just that just came out today how exciting is it to finally have this out and into the world it's amazing like it's it's been my little baby for just over a year so i'm super excited that it's finally out in the world and everybody can hear it and hopefully connect to it yeah, just catch a good vibe from it. So no, it's been it's been an awesome day, and I'm I'm so happy with the way everything's going so far. Awesome, and of course, I want to get into more detail about this single. But before we get there, of course, I want to go through some of the details that got us here to motions, and that starts with, of course, your introduction to the performing arts to music. Where was your uh, introduction to? Music. I can see that you've graduated from the prestigious Berkeley College of Music, but where was the actual beginning? So growing up, um, there was a lot of music in my house. My mom would always sing and play the piano with me and my siblings. So right off the bat, like I just always had a love for music. I did a lot of musical theater growing up, which definitely um, encouraged me to like keep at it and I just like fell in love with being on stage and singing so that was kind of my intro to music and like just playing great CDs like at home like there was always like Elton John and Carly Simon, Shania Twain, Celine Dion like those were like the staples in our house growing up so I just was like surrounded by such incredible music and songwriting so I think whether consciously or subconsciously that really like had an effect on, you know, my writing and and my artistry. And then in high school, I kind of started to songwrite and I found my voice a little more as an artist. And I kind of made the choice that this is something I wanted to pursue fully and just chase after my dreams. And yeah, so that kind of led me to Berkeley, which which was awesome. And since then, it's just been like a roller coaster and a crazy ride of, writing so many songs you know I was on CTV's The Launch last year which was also crazy so so it's led me to a lot of a lot of cool new stuff so definitely a start where you had a lot of different influences from not only sounds but also writing aspects with Shania Twain the pop country and Elton John definitely a different world and then musical theater an entirely different realm altogether yeah and then to take that all and to a place like Berkeley where you can just really incubate it and let it grow and evolve it 
totally. Yeah, it was pretty. It, it it was really cool to finally be in an environment where I was surrounded by so many like-minded people, and that you know I could just talk music and jam with my friends for hours, and we were all just having the best time. And not just that, like I was had the opportunity to like learn from the best of the best. You know, my professors like were like Grammy winners, and you know, just had accomplished so much. So having the opportunity to like learn from them firsthand was was amazing. It was really awesome. Wow. So what did you end up majoring in your time at Berkeley? So I did a double major in songwriting and music business. Uh, so that was that's pretty much what I what I studied and then I did a lot of performance classes as well while I was there. Oh wow. So very, very well uh, researched then. Yeah. I kind of just, I thought, you know what, why not just gain as much information as I can while I'm there, you know? So I, I thought, you know, I, I love business. Like I, I've always enjoyed marketing and, and, you know, I plan a lot of stuff for myself as well. So I thought, why not, you know, everything in life is business. So why not, you know, really dig into that and learn more? Cause you know, you never know when it's going to come in handy. Definitely. And I feel that that's something that a lot of artists don't realize is how big of an aspect the business side of the music industry is until they actually get to the point that they're ready to release their first signal. And then they're like, oh, wait, I've got to like get my legal rights down and I've got to get like distribution and everything else. Oh, wow. This is a this is a mountain. Totally. And like even just since graduating and like getting deals presented to me or you know being in meetings like I actually feel like I know what I'm talking about because of the background I have which is so cool to like actually understand what's going on and like have an opinion and a voice as people always say you know there are some shady things that happen and and to just know your business like it never hurts so you can kind of spot that and you know what your rights are in the industry Oh, definitely. And it also allows you as an artist to position yourself in the best way possible and to be able to see possibly through certain situations and to know, is this the best situation for me or isn't it? Exactly, exactly. So it's been it's super, super helpful and, and also just super fun. I love the business side of things. I love songwriting, like honestly, so many different elements of music. So it was really awesome to be able to, you know, combine my studies and, and hone in on all those aspects. That's awesome. Yeah. So from what I can see, you started out more of like the singer, songwriter, like the guitar, acoustic-y type background, but hypocritical, caught up motions, those are all more of the pop side of the world. So at what point did you begin to transition your musical approach and your musical voice in that direction? Yeah, for the longest time, it was just me and my guitar. And I would say, so I moved out to LA right after I graduated Berkeley. This was in 2017. And I spent a year and a half out there writing like a song every single day. I was in in and out of studios, just eating, sleeping, breathing music. And um, I think, you know, because I had the chance to work with so many different producers and writers, it really helped me like find you know, the direction I wanted to go in with my music and like how much fun it can be to add different elements as opposed to just having like a guitar vocal track, which I still love and I perform acoustic all the time. But I thought it'd be fun to like, you know, layer it up and bring 
bring a song to life, you know, with production because it adds so much. It truly does. And then it also allows you to when you have that produced value, it does add so much. But then when you bring the acoustic side of it as well, it opens that other door where people can see the maybe another side of the song or it allows them to see maybe something in the song that they didn't necessarily understand before. Totally. And I feel like, you know, a good song should be able to stand on its own with just guitar vocal or piano vocal. Like I always say this. So, you know, once you kind of have that foundation, you know, adding it only just usually makes it better and just makes it more fun and like gives listeners, you know, a different lens to like hear it through. If that makes sense. (laughs) Yes, I completely 100% agree with that. Yeah, no, so it's, it's been fun, and it's, it's cool to, like, experiment, too, because production can go so many different routes. You can take one song and produce it thousands of different ways, so it's definitely a process, like, really honing in on the sound you want and, you know, the samples and every little, like, snare sound or, like, synth or the, the amp that we're using for the guitar, like, really making sure that, like, each sound is Noah. And that it feels like me and it feels like the song. And that comes with time, but it's been really fun to sift through that process um, with this, like, full produced stuff. So, yeah. (laughs) Well, and it's also good that you've taken your time to develop and find your voice within this new world as well. Yeah, it takes time, but um, I feel like I'm definitely um, at a place now where I know what I want to say and... I know what way I want to say it. And obviously it's always changing and we're growing as people and we're trying new things. I feel like caught up in motions are definitely really steering in the direction that I want to be headed with my music and my sound. Awesome. So at what point did you end up getting contacted for the launch? How did you even end up getting involved with that? What was that process like? So yeah, that was kind of crazy because Honestly, I never thought I would do a singing show. So uh, my vocal coach here in Toronto, she's absolutely incredible, Lorraine Lawson, is also the vocal coach on the show of the launch. And she had, uh, you know, shared my music with them. And then they reached out to me and they asked if I would send an audition and submit. So, you know, I at the time was like, you know what, I actually have nothing to lose. Like, why not just try and so I sent in my audition literally like three minutes before the deadline it was so last minute and then a few weeks later I got a call and they were like congratulations you like you're in our top 30 like you made it onto the show and I was well this is crazy so I really never thought I was actually going to do it and then the opportunity kind of came about and the timing worked out and I thought you know I'm all for new experiences and just it's such an awesome show. I love that it's Canadian and I love that it focuses on original music because it's like a big thing I stand for in my writing as well. So I thought, you know, why not? Like, why not just give it a shot? So that's kind of how it happened. Awesome. And then once you finally got onto the show, like, like you said, you never imagined that you would or thought you would be on this type of programming. So once you're finally into this world, which TV is kind of an entirely different beast than music is. So what was that like for you? It was really fun. Like, I mean, 
I realize as I do more and more music, like I love every element that comes along with it. So, you know, being in hair and makeup at 7 a.m. and then going from you know, shooting a commercial to shooting, you know, an interview and then we rehearsal with the band. Like I, the days were crazy full, but I was in my happy place. I was so in my element. So that was amazing. Yeah, I never thought I would be there once I had the opportunity. Like, it was so cool to, like, see actually, like, what goes on behind the scenes from all these shows and just kind of getting that perspective on TV. Um, So that was super cool. So what other valuable lessons do you think that you learned from your time with the launch season two? Hmm, that's a good question. What do I think I learned? I think, like, as I was saying before, it was just, like, a confirmation that I'm doing the right thing for me and that I love every moment of it, and it was just, like, a taste of, you know, what's what's to come. So it was really exciting to, you know, have that opportunity and also, like, to be able to work with, like, Ryan Petter, who was my mentor, and Mary May and Scott Brachetta. These are all incredible incredible people in the industry so like having them listen to my music and just talk with them was really awesome and and also the network that came out of the show all the other contestants who are just like my really good friends and we play shows together all the time now and we write that's something I'm super super grateful for oh so you've maintained connections with a lot of the other musicians that were on the show with you yeah 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 um, run into them a lot, like different shows around town. So it's it's really nice to have the that launch family like around Canada. No, oh, that's really cool how I was able to connect you with some people that I'm sure like you maybe had never even heard of before that moment. A hundred percent, hundred percent. So it's been really awesome. And I host a singer songwriter showcase twice a month in the city. It's called Writers from the Block TO. And, like, through that network of the launch, I've had so many of them come out and play, and it's just such good vibes, and it's really, like, you see each other, and you went through this experience together, so it's, like, a connection that nobody really, like, gets, but you, like, when we see each other, it's just, we get it, which is really fun. You gotta love how a community ends up growing out of this show that's supposed to be a competition, but, I mean... What do you expect when you fill a room full of artists who are just natural collaborators? People who love watering and nurturing a flower and letting it grow and then releasing it for the rest of the world to appreciate. Just like how Noah is now releasing her singles for the world for you to hear with your ears. You're going to hear all about these songs very soon and we're even going to be playing you another one of them before we get there there's a few things we have to go and take care of first so first off i just want to go and thank those of you on the ambush who go and hit up ilovedtp.com those of you who rep the show every single place you go and i love you so very much for it and we're going to be having some new items showing up over at ilovedtp.com very very soon and i can't wait for you to see just how awesome they are 
to see just how awesome you look wearing it all. I also can't wait to tell you more about our friends who help bring you the Desert Tiger Podcast for free every single week. Today's episode of Desert Tiger is brought to you by Audible. Audible is offering our listeners free audiobook with a 30-day trial membership. All that you have to go ahead and do is head on over to audibletrial.com slash desert tiger and begin browsing the unmatched selection of audio programs. Choose and download whatever title piques your interest. There's so many different options and selections. And start listening today. It's that easy. All you have to do is head on over to audible.com slash desert tiger and you can get started today. And let me tell you, I love Audible. Someone that's constantly on the road, who's in the gym, sometimes it's hard to get that reading time in, that personal development time in, and that's where Audible comes in handy. Right now, I'm checking out Atomic Habits, an easy and proven way to build good habits and break bad ones by author James Clear. I mean, personally, procrastination is definitely one of the habits I'm trying to break. Is there something you're trying to break? Maybe this book could help you. Check it out over at audibletrial.com slash desert tiger. I get so caught up. Don't wanna fuck this up Got me thinking I've been missing out on something good You got that something sweet Makes it hard to breathe Pull me in Lost in your bed, your mind Held up and hypnotized Here come the butterflies So caught up, but it's the 
Desert Tiger Podcast. All right, so let's get into your music now. So you've spent some time in L.A. songwriting. You got the incredible opportunity of the launch. Now suddenly it's time to release your own music and to actually let your voice out into the world. So mm-hmm. let's talk about your first single, Hypocritical, and what it was finally like to release your first fully produced track and single. That was just super exciting for me because I hadn't actually put out music in like over a year. So I was super excited just to like get back out there and show everybody what I was working on. It was also a song that I just, needed to get off my chest and I I felt like it was super relatable too Uh, and I you know I write to give other people a voice and I just hope people can relate and like feel a little like less alone and know that they're not going through things together so that was kind of the perfect song to come out with to like let people know that it's okay to feel the way you're feeling and it's kind of like a maybe a little bit of like a bitter breakup song where you don't want an ex to be happy or because you see them with somebody new, but in reality, you're with someone new. And I feel like a lot of people feel that way, but they don't really want to voice that. So I was excited to kind of put that out there. And it has such a playfulness to it. And it just was a very summer, summery bop. So, yeah, it was good to put it out and, and kind of get the ball rolling with that. Mm-hmm. It definitely has a very good vibe. And I like how you say it's a playful way of going of the manner of, well, like, even though I'm out and I'm having a good time and I'm having all these new experiences myself, maybe I'm not exactly ready to see the other person having those experiences. Exactly, exactly. And I think, you know, for me, I always like to create a contrast in my music. So, like, if something sounds kind of playful, I think it's cool to put kind of, like, maybe darker, a little more angry lyrics underneath it to kind of create that juxtaposition. So I feel like that was a good example of, you know, contrasting something that was, like, kind of lighthearted in some elements and then also, like, kind of serious and, and like, emotional in other ways. Definitely. And then let's jump on to your second single of 2019, a little bit of a vibe change-up lyrically and content-wise, but still incredibly catchy, incredibly good vibes let's talk about caught up yeah caught up caught up that one has like been a fan favorite for so long like every time I'd play it at a show everyone would just be singing the hook back to me so I knew that it like kind of had a special place in in you know in my writing and my catalog so yeah no I'm really excited how that one all like came together with my producer I wrote it with two girls I went to school with at Berkeley when I was out in L.A., and then also a friend of mine uh, from Berkeley, his name's Johannes, produced it. And it really just, like, felt like me, like, totally, like, 100%. I couldn't picture the song any other way. And the response was crazy. It got so much love on Spotify. It's almost at a million streams, which is absolutely wild. I'm really happy with how everything went with that one, and it was cool to see the response from everybody around and getting messages from people like all across the globe hearing my song and just resonating with it yeah i have to agree that the hook is 
so incredibly good and i've been like <laughs> singing it all week just like caught myself at hey. work or just like doing notes and <laughs> ba, 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 ba. yeah i get so caught up da, ba, ba, ba. yeah <laughs> yeah and i've just been going off on that all week it's so good i can understand oh how it just God, gets hooked immediately <laughs> oh i've just been vibing it so hard dang yeah it's actually it's funny i played a show this summer and it was right before the song came out i think it was like my last i played caught up at the end of my set and halfway through the first chorus this full room of people which just started singing along like they knew it i wasn't even like okay everybody come sing with me they just like out of themselves started singing and i was so overwhelmed that everybody already knew it and i was like what's going on but it was such an awesome moment and i was like okay this song needs to come out because everyone's vibing to it and i just want to create vibes for people to enjoy and have fun too well it definitely can have a, a blast to it and that seems to be the case that a lot of people are since it's getting close to nearly a million streams already for only your second single that's pretty crazy yeah it's absolutely wild to think about actually like a million people having listened to my song crazy <laughs> outrageous yeah. outrageous <laughs> yes. wild it's wild <laughs> no doubt no doubt and so now now we're hyping up into the track that dropped today let's talk a little bit about emotions it's available right now for everybody to go and listen to and they absolutely should yeah yay stream it go listen <laughs> <laughs> All right, so it's about six months in between Caught Up and Motions, quite a bit of time to ramp up and hype this up. So let's get into Motions and what it means to you. So I actually wrote Motions on Valentine's Day last year. I was in LA, like fresh out of a breakup. It was like a gray, cloudy, rainy LA afternoon, and I've gone to the studio with a really good friend of mine, Jonathan Asperell. He's the most incredible guitar player, and he just started playing these chords, and I was like, okay, that's a vibe, and that just feels exactly the way I'm feeling right now. Because it was kind of the first time being back in the city by myself, so I just had a lot going through my mind. And this song kind of just like wrote itself, 30 minutes later, it was just there. We tracked the vocals. The vocals on the actual track that came out today are still the demo vocals we tracked on Valentine's Day last year. I just felt like it captured that energy and I didn't want to change it. So yeah, it kind of just like wrote itself and it was just something that needed to come off of my chest. But like, even though it's kind of nostalgic, the song, like the groove is still, it's like a vibe, it's very chill. Um, you can feel like kind of, dance your head to it <laughs> so yeah so it's kind of cool how it came out it was fast the fast one to write oh it's it's good that it just naturally came out and fit the vibe and even like the vocals in the moment were just like it captured the energy you were feeling right then and there exactly like i felt if i would have retracted the vocals like i wasn't in that place anymore that i was the day i wrote it so you know sometimes you just gotta it's not maybe they're not the most perfect or whatever, but, you know, you can't, like, recreate a feeling and emotion the same way. 
and I'm like a big energy person so I feel like that energy was there and I was like you know we're just gonna we're gonna keep it (laughs) well and sometimes having the energy that fits the vibe is so much more important than getting the exact vocal like the perfect presentation yes exactly I'm totally with you on that that's how I felt with this one when I was deciding to put it out again I was I like listened back and I was like, you know, I'm very happy with how everything is. It's it was just about the energy more than the than, you know, every single little little note or, you know. You can track a vocal a hundred times if you want, but sometimes it's just that one take that like you're thinking about that person or, you know, you're in that zone. That's like magic to me. Yeah. And I feel like getting this song dealt with while you're going through that moment is another one of those motions that you're going through to help you get through it and to help you move forward. Totally, totally. And I feel like after writing this song, it just, sometimes it's just very therapeutic for me to like get it off my chest and like really reflect on the like why I'm feeling the way I'm feeling. So this was definitely one of those songs. And it's funny because I wrote it and then I like didn't listen to it for a while. And then a few months after I like, I think I played it for my mom or something. We were like in our kitchen and she was like, oh my God, this is unreal. Like I've never heard this one. Like where has it been? Like you need to release it. My mom's secretly my little A&R. She, she loves telling me like which ones speak to her. So when she says that, I, I listen. So shout out to mom. <laughs> Shout out to mom for having a good ear and know- knowing where the soul's at. Exactly. Mom, moms just know sometimes. They just, they get it. They do. <laughs> they just do. They, they, it's, it's the heart, right? Exactly. The cool thing, kind of like what I always say before I play emotions is the idea behind it is picture yourself 1 a.m. sitting on your kitchen counter. You can't sleep. You're just like eating a random bowl of cereal and you're kind of just sitting there just eating, thinking about an ex and just like reminiscing and like literally going through the motions of, you know, what was good and what was bad in your relationship and something that just, you know, it's it's changed um, and just like reflecting on that. Definitely. And one of my favorite lyrics in the song is, why does my mind only show me the good, which is something that a lot of us definitely go through in breakups where we sit there and we wish that we could still have that person. But then we're remembering all the moments where things were good, not necessarily the things that led to things falling apart. Exactly. And like so easy to like forget all the, you know, the things that weren't so great. Because you only really miss, you know, the good stuff. So I love that you, that, that line spoke to you because that was something that was just in my mind the whole time when I was writing it. Like, I could only think of the good things. And I was like, but there was so much bad. I have to remind myself. <laughs> <laughs> no, exactly. Sometimes, sometimes memories are great and they're there for a reason. But sometimes it's better off that we take what we've learned from these moments and we move on and we evolve from them. Exactly, exactly. We grow and, and we learn and in life it's all about experiences and, and learning from that and moving forward and growing and knowing for next time. Yeah, it's kind of like a butterfly style thing, you know, where you get kind of low, you get in your cocoon for a little while and then you realize that life's good and you realize that you're actually a beautiful badass on the inside and then boom, there's my <laughs> wings. 
Exactly. Yes. I love that. I love that. (laughs) (laughs) Before I let you go, what else do you have planned in the near future, Noah? In the near future, I got a couple of shows coming up um, in Toronto. You know, I'm just in the studio a lot. I'm writing a ton and uh, hopefully uh, you can find like a an EP on the horizon. That's that's what I'm working on. So, yeah, stay tuned for that. <laughs> no, we definitely will. We definitely will. We'll hit those follow buttons on Spotify and all that good stuff. Thank you so much for having me, Colton. This is awesome. Yeah, go stream motions. It's out now. The songs that you heard today on the DTP were Noah's latest single, Motions, which dropped today. We played that for you at the beginning of the show, and in the middle of the show, we played her other single, Caught Up. You can find both of these tracks by looking up Noah, spelt N-O-A, all capital letters, by looking up Noah on your favorite music streaming service and i highly recommend that you do so and when you do so you should also hit the follow button so that you can stay up to date with when noah is releasing new music so that when she drops that new ep that we talked about you can have it in your hands and in your ears as soon as possible And then it can be brightening your day as soon as possible. And you know that's exactly what it's going to do. You already heard some of her music today. You got got the vibes. You know exactly what I'm talking about. So I'm sure that you understand. I want to take another quick moment to give Noah a roaring Desert Tiger podcast. Thank you for joining me on today's episode. And I also want to thank the person that went ahead and set this conversation up, and that is Ruchi and the rest of the team over at Strut Entertainment. And you guys know we have a mad love for the team over at Strut, and we also have mad love for you, the listener of the show. If you're new, maybe you want to consider hitting subscribe. Maybe you want to leave a review. Five stars would be fantastic and would help us out a lot. And if you enjoyed this episode enough, maybe you want to even share it on your social media, your Instagram stories, your Twitter feeds, on your Facebook. What would even be even better would be if you tagged us in those posts that we can show you love for showing us love. And it can be a nice, beautiful little cycle that we get going on and it's going to be awesome. And that would be incredible. If you want to take it one step further, you can do so by heading over to ilovedtp.com so that you can rep the show. And you can also support our wonderful sponsors as another way to do that, too. That also works. Next week on the podcast, I actually haven't decided which direction we're going to end up taking things, but I can assure you it's going to be another amazing journey through the jungle as we climb to another mountaintop with another incredible guest here on the podcast and i can't wait to do that with you here next week and until then i just want to say i just want to encourage you to go out and journey through your jungle to find the base of your mountain and climb to its top even though the rocks are going to give out beneath you even though it's going to rain some days and there's going to be hard days but that's okay 
because when you get to the top, you get to sing and let your voice roar out against that canyon. And I want to see you do that. And until next week, bye-bye!